Looks like the witches elected a new pope. It's Monday, October 21st, 2019. It's time for the show that condenses the weekly geek happenings into 60 minutes or less. This is the Noob Shelter Podcast, episode 16. late and all my shit broke and recording almost live from deep underneath the city of tacoma washington in the noob shelter bunker good evening to you all i am matt fugitive why it, hey hey it wouldn't unmute i swear i'm paying attention it's Freebird. <laughs> uh sitting on top of my throw ivory throne having technical issues with my bloody mouse myself it's fade to black. <laughs> yeah, we are back after a two-week hiatus. Oh, you guys don't want to know what the hell happened. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, it is good to be back, though. I'm really, really enjoying it. Uh, so, good evening, everybody. We're, we're here. We're not live, but we're recording this, so you'll hear us all tomorrow or today or whatever time it is right now when you're listening to us. So let's start it off. John, what you been up to, my good man? Um, Mostly just the usual routine. We carved a pumpkin last night, though. Woohoo! Watched pumpkin. Hocus Pocus and all that nice. Halloween jazz. Who didn't watch Hocus Pocus? Right? You gotta. You gotta. You gotta watch the Hocus Pocus. Yeah. You know, I agree. Mike, did you watch the Hokey Pokey yet? Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I actually, um, it was on sale on Voodoo, so it's uh, something that I told uh, my wife that I was going to get um, to make sure that she was able to watch it. Oh, cool. We have it on disc, but we try and um, also have been doing what we can to digitize our, our library as well. So 20, 21st century digital boy. Did you yeah, I, we watched it too. We watched it on Freeform though, so we had yep. commercials. But uh, we have—I got the YouTube TV back, thank God, so I could watch the awesome. Seahawks games. Um, but we—they um, did this I thing. I didn't watch that, by the way. They did. Uh, that's probably why we, we lost. lost. Thanks. Oh, I—I I heard all about it, and I'm glad I didn't. Um. Anyways, yeah, there was a lot of cussing coming from my end. <laughs> But I was watching Hocus Pocus on Freeform, and they have this thing. Kind of, you ever see pop-up video on VH1? <laughs> they yeah. had that where they were like the first scene where you where where you're back in the olden days, and you see the pink smoke rising above the screen uh, above the horizon. They had a pop-up come up saying, "Looks like the witches elected a new pope." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit, this is not one of those shows, is it? I'm like, and it was. They actually had a virgin count. Guess how many times they say the word virgin in the show, in the movie? How many times? Nine. That's it? Really? 
Nine times is what they say. Is they say the word virgin. Uh, you know, if you would have watched it on the the VOD, it did not have that. It must have been something they were doing with the live show. Yeah, I think it was the live show. So because we watched it live, we had kind of a a day on Saturday. Um, we the ex wife told me to go get the kids their costumes for Halloween and threw me the money to do it, which was cool. We've been getting along great. It's been pretty good. Uh, she, yeah, that's I, definitely good. Yeah, My ex-wife lost a lot of weight, and I'm pretty sure the stick fell out of her ass when she lost the weight. <laughs> anyways, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, yeah. So moving on. But yeah, so we Saturday, I got up early, went and did uh, my plasma donation like I always do. Got a free hoodie. So I've been rocking a hoodie all week, which has been nice and warm. Hey, man, I'm not knocking it. That hoodie, you would think that they would give you like a crappy hoodie. Nah, this thing's pretty good. It's nice. It's big. It's warm. It, I love it. I I wish I, I'm going to buy more hoodies. I, I'm going to become a hoodie guy. Anyways, oh, so. Boy. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be a hood rat. A hood rat or rat. Oh, boy. Hood rat. Woo. Um. So we, I got done with that, got back to the house, took a nap, got up, and then we went to go do the kids' sh- Halloween shopping for their costumes over in Puyallup because they converted the Toys R Us into a spirit. Then we oh, dropped okay. off yep. the, we dropped off my my sad corrupted hard drive that had everything Noob Shelter related on it over at Mike's house. Yep. And, and Annabelle waved at me, and he can't. Awesome. Yeah, Annabelle waved at you. Tristan waved at you too. I don't, I don't think you saw so. I, I didn't. It's that okay. But anyway, so then we went out to, they opened up a new buffet here in Tacoma called Harvest Buffet. And it is really big and it was really good. And I didn't lie about my kids' ages. Normally when we go to the other buffet here in Tacoma, they you pay by age for the kids. And I usually yeah. lie about their age. I actually paid less at the new buffet, not lying about my kids' age. Than I do at the old buffet lying about my kid's age. How the hell does that work? And the new buffet is supposedly more expensive. I have no idea. But we had a good Saturday. Uh, And then the kids, when we got back, we put on Hocus Pocus. And they were dressing up in their costumes, showing them off. Annabelle is going to be Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And Tristan is going to be a Ghostbuster. Nice. He's living out my childhood dream by becoming a Ghostbuster for Halloween. One of the costumes, one of the things I have never been... For Halloween, I have been Danger Mouse. I have been a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. I have been a Doctor. I have never been a Ghostbuster. Ah, uh, yeah, it's quite sad. So, so does my, that mean I'm I'm gonna make you that much more jealous then? Yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna. Well, it's not like I never owned it. Mike's uh, 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 Faded Black here's got the the original 1980s real Ghostbusters proton pack and trap. Nice. And he's yeah. going to let Tristan borrow it for Halloween. Will I will make sure he takes really good care of that. By the way, I will kick his <laughs> butt if he doesn't. So it survived me as a kid. I'm pretty sure it'll. <laughs> well, be at fine. least yours survived you. Mine didn't survive me, or well, it didn't survive my mom and her spring cleaning. Let's just say that. Yeah. But I had it too. I had the the pack with the trap and the and the wand that went rah, 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 when you hit the trigger, and you yeah. know I'm sure I got the wand somewhere in storage because a friend of mine, um, uh, one of my uh. Ex's friends gave me some Ghostbuster stuff, gave me a Ghostbuster trap. It doesn't have the tube on it, unfortunately. It's gone. Uh, and then gave me the wand part of the proton pack. So I got that flying around here somewhere. I don't know where it is, though. It's in storage. Yeah. But 
that's all I have left of, of that original set. But yeah, that's pretty cool that you're going to hook us up. So, yeah. so what you been up to, Mike? Uh, just doing what I can to make our space livable. <laughs> I, I heard it was able to, after almost a year of living here, finally able to move a, uh, my wife's piano up into, into the living room. So she could actually start playing. Um, besides going through the garage, I've also been helping these two knuckleheads with their hard drives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause apparently we suck at hard drives, man, for, for sure. We suck. Wah, 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 wah. I don't think it's so much that, but I did notice that both these hard drives are Seagate. I'm wondering uh, if there's an issue with Seagate. I'm never buying a Seagate drive again. Is that that one drive you giving me a Seagate or is it a, a Western Digital? Or is it a... Oh, no. They're, uh, the one I'm going to be giving you is, uh, is a Seagate, but... It's a Seagate that was pulled out of a Terra Station NAS. Good, uh, good enough. Cool. Works for me. Okay, so that's not the... Oh. I didn't realize that uh, your drive uh, was hybrid, John. Yeah, that that's a weird one. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Have, my old laptop that I sold had a, a hybrid drive. Had a hybrid in it. It, Dude. Early in... Data manufacturers 2015. That's probably uh, the worst if I time. Remember correctly, that's hybrids. about the time that they actually started releasing them. Was that year or the year before? Mm-hmm. They had so many freaking issues. So honestly, I'm I'm surprised that yours lasted this long. <laughs> so, anyways, so. we're gonna go ahead and get moving here because we have been out for two weeks and a lot of shit has been going on. Let's go ahead and uh, I think this is gonna be the, one of the major things we talk about tonight, and I suspect this is probably gonna run us almost the whole show. So it's the only thing we have in the show notes. We have some other stories and our quick shots if we have time to get to them. I hope we do because there's one thing I really, really, really am, I'm pissed off about. But uh, we'll get to that later. But let's go ahead and get started with what's going on with China, Hong Kong, and Blizzard. This was supposed to be a victory speech. Streaming live from a Taiwan tournament for Hearthstone, a popular online card game. Instead, Ung Wai Chung, known in the gaming world as Blitzchung, donned goggles and a gas mask and called for the liberation of Hong Kong. The rallying call of the city's protest movement. The 20-second clip went viral. The Hong Kong gamer stripped of thousands of dollars in prize money. Right there, that's bullshit. Banned from playing Hearthstone for a year. U.S.-based video game developer Blizzard Entertainment, partially owned by a major Chinese tech company. I found out that they didn't name it, but they showed the picture of it. They're, they're partially owned by Tencent. Yep. It's like a, a 5% stake on te- with Tencent. Yeah, exactly. Rules banning any action that damages Blizzard's image. The company said, while we stand by one's right to express individual thoughts and opinions, players must abide by the official competition rules. The swift punishment drew swift praise on Chinese social media. One user wrote, Hearthstone is stronger than the NBA. America's National Basketball Association refused to apologize for a pro-Hong Kong tweet by the general manager of the Houston Rockets. Now, NBA preseason broadcasts are suspended in China. Oh yeah, we're going to get into that too. Even It's kind of game related. 
Not really. Blizzard's suspension of the Hong Kong gamer will likely prevent similar punishment for the company inside China. But outside, social media users are shaming Blizzard, posting screenshots of them canceling their subscriptions. Oh, yeah, this is where it gets really good. Here's a, here's another uh, story that I picked up about them talking. And some unlikely, unlikely fellows get involved on this, too. Angry fans are now threatening a boycott after the company banned pro Hearthstone player Blitzchung, who spoke out in favor of Hong Kong's liberation during an interview. Players are canceling their Battle.net accounts and posting support for Blitzchung on social media using the hashtag BoycottBlizzard. I call bullshit on that. I give them a day and they'll be back in the wow. Oregon and Florida Senators Ron Wyden and Marco Rubio even publicly criticized Blizzard for going scorched earth on Blitzchung. Okay, so for you guys who don't know who Marco Rubio is, he is the world's biggest douchebag! And rightfully so, because he's a piece of shit Republican that um, all politicians are pieces of shit, Republican or Democrat. I don't care. I'm an equal opportunity piece of shitter. And Marco Rubio, oh. though, is just one of the bigger pieces of shit. Anyways, let's continue. Uh, come on, get over there. Get over there. Yeah. In a blog post, the company said the ban happened because Blitzchung violated official Hearthstone competition rules when he publicly called for the liberation of his country of Hong Kong in a post-game interview. Though according to former Blizzard employee Kevin Hofstede, quote, not everyone at Blizzard agrees with what happened. Both the Think Globally and Every Voice Matters values have been covered up by incensed employees this morning. Meanwhile, the Blizzard subreddit is no longer set to private as it was earlier this week, Though, now a quick scroll through reveals mostly a bunch of anti-Blizzard memes. So what's your read on this, guys? Was Blizzard right to ban Blitzchung? So, all right. So here's what's been... So you guys got... That's kind of like the uh, Cliff Notes version of everything that's been going on. We had this young guy, uh, Hearthstone champion, say, Hey, I'm with Hong Kong. And he got booted. He got banned from Hearthstone for a year and his money was taken away. The streamers that he was being interviewed with are no longer associated with blizzard blizzard has pulled their sponsorship of them it has just been one big hell of a dumpster fire what the fuck is blizzard thinking i mean seriously there's no call for this whatsoever there's been a lot all right so a lot of people will probably be like oh well you know it's all about this, you know, Blizzard was in the right, blah, blah, blah. They got plucked our IP. Other people be like, well, th this guy was, you know, taking it back. I mean, he, he was wrong. I'm on the side with the fact that the guy was wrong, okay? You got to stick with your, your loyal fan base over fucking China, of all people, okay? Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's... The whole situation's kind of messed up um, to censor myself. I was trying to find their their tweet about it. Their Hearthstone official tweeted something out. But it, they basically said that he violated rules and all that. The interesting thing was is the Hearthstone China, their Chinese Twitter account... It very much was them bowing to China. So the official Twitter for China said, translated, 
We are very angered and disappointed at what happened at the event and do not condone it in any way. Mm -hmm. We also highly object the spreading of personal political beliefs in this manner. We will always respect and defend the pride of our country. This is Red Square all over again, man. Or not Red Square, sorry, Tiananmen Square all over again. Mm-hmm. Just in a digital digital place. I mean, okay, so it, it amps up a lot more. There's been back and forth of, you heard that Blizzard made their subreddit private yeah. for about a week. And then finally opened it up. I have not been on there yet. But I'm going to go ahead and pull it up right now. Let's see. Blizzard. Uh, It would help if I put the R in front of it. Let's see what's going on on the Blizzard subreddit. Uh, What comes up if I just... They got a mega mega thread. Recent... uh, Block you. Recent uh, Blitzchung situation discussion and this subreddit. Uh, let's see. If you've been keeping up with the current events lately, there have been a lot of discussions about recent controversy. Uh, you can read more about it here. During times of controversy, our Blizzard gets a sizable influx of users and posts, as you may remember from the last BlizzCon. Okay. Yeah, but this time, this is a little bit bigger than BlizzCon. This is you defending a country that is trying to pass legislation where they can just arrest anybody in Hong Kong and push them to mainland China for no reason whatsoever. That's a big fucking difference there, Blizzard. So, And they had like a placard outside that Uh said all voices matter and there were other words of equality and Blizzard employees went out there and covered those up. Here's, as a form of protest, too. Here's this. Here's this. Here's this bold statement that they put on the subreddit. It should go without saying that any witch hunting, doxing, and or personal threats are against site rules and are still bannable offenses. We are grateful for all of our decent users and everybody who reports rule breaking posts slash comments. Okay. Well, <laughs> top uh, the the one I see here in this in this post is a uh, free Hong Kong. <laughs> Uh, it hasn't gotten banned yet. It's been up for 21 hours. Oh, uh, man. Uh, finally, a note on the short time the subreddit was private. For some reason, one of our recent mods set the subreddit to private, then deleted his account. Uh-huh. It was an odd event, but rest assured, us remaining mods have restored it to public. No, we are not contacted by Blizzard, nor are we employees to any context. We are committed to supporting this community. All right. Well, that that kind of makes sense. I could see that kind of happening with the subreddit. Uh, if Blizzard's not running the subreddit, uh, don't let them silence you. I'm looking at all the posts under our Blizzard. They got a picture. I think I'm going to use this for the artwork tonight. Uh, they have a picture of a Chinese flag <laughs> with Blizzard in, in it. I think that. Oh, one. that one. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to use that one tonight. That looks. That looks good. I'll, I'll give credit where credits due. Uh, let me jam user jam jars. We're just gonna put that over here on the side. And I'm gonna minimize that because I'm gonna I'm gonna give him credit for that one. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot to unravel here. So here's here's the here's the spiel about Blizzard banning people in the Twitch chat. 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, back in February, Blizzard announced new Hearthstone esports program, Masters Tour. European Leg of the Tour is currently happening in Budapest. You can catch the action over in Twitch. Anybody who posts anything pro Hong Kong seems to be earning an automatic 24-hour chat ban, as reported by Dot Esports. Uh, on Twitch, a chat ban means you can't post anything in the channel's chat for a certain amount of time. Uh, offenses and ban links are both specified by moderators. That said, the bans seem inconsistent. On Friday afternoon, over at the Play Hearthstone Twitch channel, that chat filled up with pro Hong Kong messages that didn't seem to be getting deleted. That might be because the channel was showing a rerun of an earlier match and the moderators weren't around to see what was happening. There have been a series of massive protests in Hong Kong, as we all know, kicked off by the introduction of an extradition bill, which we just briefly talked about. As the summer went on, it's been going on for the last five or so months, Hong Kong police escalated their use of force, deploying tear gas, beanbag rounds, and in some cases, live fire. At the same time, a number of U.S. companies with interests in China have tried to discourage employees from speaking out in support of the protesters, most notably in the case of the NBA, which is complete and total bullshit, and I will get to that in a minute. Blizzard, whose games are big business in China, have run into similar issues. On October 8th, the company yield, or issued a year-long ban to uh, Blitzchung, a prominent professional Hearthstone player who we just talked about uh, after. After a public outcry, Blizzard reduced the length of the ban to six months and reinstated his prize money. Although a week later, the company suspended three college Hearthstone players for six months after they held up a sign that said Free Hong Kong Boycott Blizz during an official competition stream. At the time, Blizzard released a statement addressing the incident with Chung, where in its president, J. Allen Brack, wrote that the company's decisions weren't influenced by its significant business and relationships in China. Bullshit. Moving forward, we will continue to apply tournament rules to ensure our official broadcast remain focused on the game and are not a platform for divisive social and or political views. Okay, let's stop there. I get that. Yep. I get that get completely. That but at the same time, you shouldn't just you should just be like, okay, don't go banning people. Just say, hey, listen, we're trying to keep this, you know, from becoming like a political statement. Let's just not do it again. Okay. Issue warnings or like say, hey, come on, guys, let's let's keep it back. Don't go banning people and taking their damn money. Mike, you've been quiet on this. Uh, what, what's your thoughts so far? Um, honestly, I mean, I I don't know. The, the, the whole situation is just politically motivating and basically just it is. dragging this crap in. It just reeks of China trying to get uh, another company to do their dirty work. Yep. Agreed. China, they're bastards. Oh, and so Tencent's done that before, anyways. Yeah. yeah, it's just never been on this big of a scale. Well, no, but now it's this big of a scale, and everybody's talking about it. I mean, we have our own government sending letters to to freaking Blizzard saying, "Yo, y'all suck. What are you doing?" And a rare show of bipartisan action, and this is bipartisan. Democrats, 
the dickhead Democrats and the repulsive Republicans in the United States House of Senate, uh, House and Senate, united to send a strong rebuck to Activision Blizzard Entertainment. The video game giant has been rough, roundly criticized for what many see as a censor, uh, censoring approach to the ongoing protests in Hong Kong. The letter sent by Congress to Blizzard on October 18th was co-signed by Democratic Senator Ron Wyden, Republican Senator Marco Rubio, Democratic Representatives Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and Tom Mali uh, Mali uh, Malinowski. <laughs> And Republican representative, yeah, that guy, that Malinowski guy, and Republican representative Mike Gallagher. Here is what they wrote in the letter, <clears throat> and I'm quoting here: "We write to express our deep concern about Activision Blizzard's decision to make player Ningwei Chung." forfeit prize money and ban him for participating in tournaments for a year after he voiced support for pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong. This decision is particularly concer particularly concerning in light of Chinese government's growing appetite for pressuring American businesses to help stifle free speech. Activision Blizzard benefits from China's growing market for esports, along with investment from Tencent, one of China's largest technology firms. As you and your company are no doubt aware, the Chinese government uses the size and strength of its economy to suppress opinions with which it disagrees. Your company claims to stand by one's rights to express individual thoughts and opinions, yet many of your own employees believe that Activision Blizzard's decision to punish Mr. Chung runs counter to those values. Because your company is such a pillar of the gaming industry, your disappointing decision could have a chilling effect on gamers who seek to use their platform to promote human rights and basic freedoms. Indeed, many gamers around the world have taken notice of your company's actions under actions understandably calling for boycotts of Activision Blizzard gaming sites. And that pretty much ends the the letter for the most part. The Wyden, Rubio, Ocasio, Malowinski, Gallagher missive ends with a blistering call out of Blizzard in no uncertain terms. Here we go. As China amplifies its campaign of intimidation, you and your company must decide whether to look beyond the bottom line and promote American value, values like freedom of speech and thought, or give in to Beijing's demands in order to preserve market access. We urge you in the strongest terms to reconsider your decision with respect to Mr. Chung. You have the opportunity to reverse course. We urge you to take it. Of course, so, correct. Yeah, no, um, they're done. Now, now, here's the other thing that's pissing me off. You got everybody saying, oh, we're going we're gonna to boycott Blizzard. Right, we're gonna boycott Blizzard. We're gonna we're, we're gonna disable you, you guys. Are not. I'm sorry to say this. It's time to it's time for you all to sit down. I'm gonna tell you guys a little lullaby story. Don't don't listen to this if you're driving in the car because you probably fall asleep if you haven't already. But once upon a time, there were a group of gamers who were so fed up with a with a company that they decided to not play their video game. Little did they know that the video game that they weren't going to play anymore was as addicting as heroin, crack, cocaine. All rolled up into a ball and shoved up your ass. You couldn't get enough of it. So you swore 
that you were going to boycott this company. And day one went by without a flutter. Day two, you started feeling the sweats. Day three, they started feeling the chills. Day four, they started getting the shakes. And by day five, they were back on their night elves and blood elves and orgs and humans and and, and, and sexy foxes that they now have. What? Yes, sexy foxes. They have foxes as playable races in World of Warcraft now. Keep up with the time, sir. You oh and your sexy God. foxes ru- running around and your fat panda, kung fu panda wannabe ripoffs, grinding and pillaging and raiding. And that was the end. And you just sucked back on the teat of Blizzard and their methamphetamine nipples. The last thing I would have ever heard in uh, in relation to WoW is furries and grinding. <laughs> I mean, they started with the, the goats, didn't they? What goats? The, you mean the you mean the you mean the, the um, Draenei? They're not goats. They're aliens. Okay. Okay. Well, that. And the walking, talking pandas aren't? No, the walking, talking pandas, that's where the furries started. What about the foxes? The foxes are like a new race now. You ever ever see um, Zootopia, that movie Zootopia? The furry movie. Yeah. (laughs) Think about it. Yeah, I know it's a furry movie. I get it. But you've seen Zootopia. I'm assuming you have a kid course okay you know the little baby fox the phoenix yeah the phoenix fox that's what the race is they're a bunch of phoenix foxes okay so the the furryism started with them it started with the pandas actually it started with the walruses well no they weren't a playable race never mind no it started with the pandas it's the pandas, man. The pandas. Panda, panda, God. panda. But anyways, the video game industry is not really the only one dealing with the China bullshit. Here's something that I picked up from John Oliver the other night. Uh, get my mouse working here. Uh, he was talking about the NBA. NBA's got their own shit going on, too. For nearly five months now, Hong Kong has experienced the largest pro-democracy demonstrations in its history, and China has been clamping down hard on businesses expressing support for the protesters, and this week saw another flare-up. The NBA is trying to minimize damage after an international incident. It all started with this tweet from Houston Rockets GM Daryl Morey. Fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. Fresh backlash from the communist regime in Beijing. China's state TV said it won't broadcast or stream NBA preseason games in China. And at least two major Chinese retailers have pulled Houston Rockets merchandise from their websites. It's true, the Chinese government upended the NBA's business in that country over a single tweet from this guy. And it's just absurd to get that angry at Daryl Morey for supporting pro-democracy protests. You want to be angry at him? How about the fact he traded away power forward Marquise Chris as part of a three-team deal with the Kings and the Cavaliers back in February? Chris is 6'10", with a seven-foot wingspan, plays way above the rim and can mix it up in the post. Yes, granted, he's had his issues on the Suns, I'm not denying that. But he's the exact type of athletic big man that could have balanced out Westbrook and Harden, especially when he's coming off the bench for PJ Tucker. What I'm saying is, Daryl, your tweet about Hong Kong was totally fine, nothing to apologize for there but when it comes to marquise chris you're fucked up daryl and i'm not even a rockets fan i'm just a fan of competent mid-season roster moves anyways uh yeah so as you can hear so so 
going back to what I previously read where they were saying, oh, the NBA actually cares about the money. No, they don't, because Adam Silver, the NBA chairman or chairperson, the head of the NBA, he got on national TV and on, on, on the Internet and clearly stated, we're backing this guy up. Any of our players or owners or whatever that, that support Hong Kong, we're not going to censor them. And you know what it's costing them? Millions of dollars over there in China right now, and they lose all of their preseason games over there, and they've lost two of their major sponsors over there in China. So, no, NBA is not on board with it. Certain owners are on board with it. There was a, um, I believe it was at a 76ers game, the owner of the 76ers made it so people that had free Hong Kong signs were kicked out of the stadium. There was a couple that had uh, free Hong Kong signs that were asked to leave the stadium. But that's that's individuals. That's the NBA. Just let individuals be individuals. You know, yep. they're not they don't care about the money. OK, so we spent all this time building up all of this uh, this this hoopla over in China. And one guy's going to knock it down. We're not going to worry about him. Whatever. We don't need your money, China. We're doing fine. Yeah, it'd be extra money, but we're okay. So yep. If they really want some extra money, though, bring the fucking Sonics back to Seattle already, damn it. <laughs> Yeah. Good luck. We're, we're not that show. I know. No, we're really not. We're not that show, but I wouldn't mind getting the Sonics back. I mean, we're getting a hockey team. I might be that show with a hockey team. I mean, we are getting a hockey team. That's just just, just happening. I mean, when once that's all done, I'll rock the jersey. Oh, hell yeah. Damn straight, I'm going to rock that jersey. My so, wife keeps telling me I, I'm part Canadian. I mean, the... <laughs> The jersey is only going to be fitting when I'm eating my poutine. My 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 my, my kids are quarter Canadian. Two of my kids, my my two oldest are quarter Canadian because their mom is their mom is Canadian, is half Canadian. So she's she's from Kanakistan. Her father is. Her father's full blown Canadian, so she's half oh. Canadian, which makes my kids quarter Canadian. Oh. You see how that filters down. Yep. Yep. A quarter Canadian. A hundred percent New York. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyways, moving on. Uh, I want to get the New York accent and then just a random eh. (laughs) (laughs) What what the hell are you talking about there? A. I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried. No. Nope. I tried. I tried to placate your ego, and I just couldn't do it. So. Nope. Um. All right. So I guess that takes care of the whole fucking Hong Kong thing. That took about like twenty minutes of time. Um. But I do want to, uh, if you gentlemen will, uh, look all the way at the bottom of the screen there where it says other stories and or quick shots. The last one. I want to talk about uh, you might want to open that up. Uh, this is a little segment here at the Noob Shelter Ooh. that we like to call Where in the world is Sony PlayStation? Yeah, yeah that's right. We never talk about Sony because they're not really much in the news these days other than with Death Stranding. But this time it looks like we're getting some news about the PlayStation 5. I mean, there's been PlayStation 5 news all over, but there really hasn't been much as far as like we've had some 
oh, I want to say, like, sketches of what this could look like, that could look like. They've been kind of cock-teasing all of the video game industry. They haven't been really showing up to anything. They've been doing their own thing. Uh, but it looks like we have an official screenshot of, or official shot of what the dev box is going to look like. And why the hell does this thing look like a V-twin engine? Scrolling. Sc Whoa! High <laughs> performance. Oh my god. All right. Look at the airflow. Now I saw one of the um uh one of the sketches of what somebody did based on a patent or a trademark that Sony filed this, with, 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 with the government. It looked like thing. this, and I'm like, oh, Sony's not gonna make anything that ugly. Yeah, they did. This thing is disgusting. So keep in mind, it's a dev box, right? But this is what somebody said the actual console was going to look like. Uh, and I've seen yeah, it. You believe them? Seriously? <laughs> well, look at that. That's exactly what they drew in the rendering. I mean, someone <laughs> did make the GameCube with a handle on it. That is true. I mean, anything's <laughs> possible. I, that's like, this is like something you would see in like, late 90s early 2000 like like something compact would come up with oh here check out this uh like the corner pc if you guys ever watch lgr on youtube lazy Not game reviews recently. no uh, but you know who he is right yep yeah he, he's got all the crazy shit uh, crazy computers and stuff like that and he rebuilds them and gets them working he actually did one with the hot wheels and barbie computers e-machines um yeah this is like like something like a throwback to like the nineties or early two thousand. I don't know. I bet you it's got the fans that go sucking the air in. Sucking yep. in. oh, I don't have my sucking in sit one. Um yeah, so uh the leak comes from uh, a source for Zone of Tech and it matches up with the supposed uh PS five patents that have been swirling around. Earlier this month, Sony officially announced the next generation console and provided a release window of the end of 2020. So that gives me oh, about a year more uh, in a couple of months with my PlayStation 4 before I have to upgrade, although I won't. Uh, uh, CEO Jim Ryan sat down uh, with uh, Wired Magazine and revealed a precious few scraps of information about the new hardware. Uh, so looks like Zone of Tech was the one that actually released what the dev kit is going to look like. Uh, he lists it on Twitter as uh, PlayStation 5 Prototype 1. Let me see what this is. There's a YouTube video attached Okay, this to is it. going to be a pretty amazing video. I wonder and if that thing is rocking dual video cards. On the first and that's why it's designed that way. This is a never-before-seen image, or at least no one has posted about it. Yeah, and you here's never know. everything you need to know about this one alongside some more details about a wow. PS5. Uh, if it's sure rocking video dual video cards in, uh, in, since I'm assuming it's going to be in uh, AMD in Crossfire, I mean, that's a 15 to 20% performance boost max with a second graphics card. Mm. Prototype so, 1 not for sale. Uh, Sony Interactive uh, <laughs> Entertainment unknown electronic device. Four USB types. It, C. Yeah, it looks like it's or got USB a USB 3, sorry. Yeah, it's got USB it looks like one looks like it might be a lightning port or a display port. I don't know what one is. Two is a USB type as USB 2 yep. 
three, four, and five are obviously USB-C. I don't know what the hell, or USB-3. I don't know what the hell the the last one is. I'm assuming that's USB-3 as well, too. Yeah, and then uh, I'm just I bet you on the back's got display out, uh, display port, probably has HDMI. But if you look at the video that's attached there and you go to about the 504 mark on the video, you'll see what I was talking about. That's the rendering that somebody did. That's going to have like five USB ports. The thing looks horrendous. I don't... I mean, the rendering looks horrendous, and if it's anything close to what we have here, oh my god! I mean, that's a yeah. They got a, pi a picture of what looks to be a PS4 dev kit. I've seen one of these before. I can't tell you where, non-disclosure. Um, but yeah, that's a PS4 dev kit uh, at six fifty-one, um, and that's not. I mean, it's bigger than the freaking. Um, uh, than the actual PlayStation 4. It's not too off, though, as far as design goes. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm, uh... Uh, if it actually looks like that, I might actually pass. Ah! Uh, what did we... That's the PS4 dev kit? Yeah, that's... That's one of... That's kind of what it looked like. There was... There's two versions of it. There's that one, and there was one that was mostly just a box. Yeah, but consider this, okay? That was the PS4 dev kit. Yeah. Pre-release PS4 dev kit. Yeah. Now, think about what the PS4 looks like now. Do you honestly think that Sony is going to go through all that? Maybe. They're psycho. And release something like that? Seriously? <laughs> it wouldn't... I mean, it. The, the production PS4 looks nothing, absolutely nothing... Like the dev kit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, you're it could a moron. Be. Well, then I'm a moron because I, I, I don't know, man. I'm starting to think maybe. So. Why? How? How on earth are you seriously thinking that that's actually going well, to be? Well, I don't the think PS4 it's going to look that PS5. big. I don't think it's going to be that big, but I think it's going to have a similar style, uh, similar form factor to it, like half the size. It, I, I, I don't think it's going to be. Why you think that? Sony likes their rounded edges. Because everybody said the same thing when the PS3 came out. Like, oh, it's going to have the Spider-Man font. And everyone's like, no, it's not. And then sure as shit, it came out with the Spider-Man font. Yeah. That's not the same thing. Shut You're up already. About it's science. This. It is not science. PlayStation... <laughs> PlayStation has never like every single one of their dev boxes has not been anywhere as close to uh production and you have to think also this is first gen dev box okay mm -hmm. this is not only pre-release this is like initial pre-release first alpha. uh you know, yeah alpha um, PS5. Yeah, okay, Dev okay. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll I'll give it to you. So this was anyways, probably the best case they could design. That would make sure it fit. didn't it didn't freaking heat throttle or just outright die. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I guess. Now it goes to the the, the rest of the dev team. Yeah. Because I mean, it's a part of the development is stress testing. The, right. That little valley that I see there 
makes a lot of sense for stress testing because it oh, yeah. gives a lot of airflow. It makes sure that there's a lot of cooling in that thing. I'm going to drop a link in chat for my next story here. It's kind of a one-off since we were talking about Blizzard earlier. Um, Hearthstone, uh, we have a guy here, uh, Canadian player Eddie Liu, or Louie or Liu, triumphed over Hong Kong's uh, Kino 531, winning about $95,000 and the title of Budacrest Master Tour Champion. And he got a lovely trophy that, of course, when he held it fell apart <laughs> i figured i'm just gonna i'm gonna cartelize that one because i'm gonna put that in the show notes i just figured that'd be uh, perfect to throw in that's kind of like the that's kind of like where, where blizzard is right now so let me see copy oh yeah you got the gif yeah there oh. uh, it doesn't do a gif but yeah anyway so but yeah it's quite funny anyways i'm gonna put that in the show notes afterwards uh so moving on uh so we talked about a couple episodes ago ninja moving to microsoft mixer one of the reasons we found out this is a little bit older this is back uh reported back on uh, october 3rd was because he was just so tired of the toxic chat that was going on on twitch so i, I don't know if you guys Obviously not Xbox Mixer, not Microsoft. Well, no, no, yeah, well, it says Microsoft Mixer in the title, so. Of course it does. Anyways, um, but I don't know if you guys know how toxic Twitch can be. I'm sure you guys have. Uh, Not our channel. Not our channel. Never our channel because we never had anybody in Twitch watch us or chat. I mean, when we first started doing it, yeah, but then it just we made the mistake of moving to a different platform and that just killed us. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, way to go. Yeah. So <laughs> Tyler Fox. Ninja Belvins has given some insight as to why the, uh, uh, he, he made the jump to, uh, uh, the mixer platform on August 1st, the combination of a long contract negotiation and toxic chat reportedly led him to move to another streaming platform after growing his fame on Twitch in an interview with business insider. Uh, Belvin said Twitch didn't make things easy for the programmer who amassed more than 14 million followers on the platform. A contract with Twitch would limit the licensing deals Ninja could sign, and there were also growing problems with the Twitch chat. I could tell, as his, uh, as his wife said, uh, last few months on Twitch, he just didn't seem like the Ninja that I knew. He didn't seem as enthusiastic, as loud, as hyped up about winning and motivated to stream. It really seemed like he was kind of losing himself in his love of streaming. Since his move to Mixer, he's amassed about 2.3 million subscribers. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean... That's hard for the course. I mean, yeah. Twitch is dirty. Twitch is becoming the... The, the Linden block, the Hogan's Alley of the internet of internet streaming these days now, it seems like. I don't know. That's just my opinion. That's pretty messed up, though. So, uh, what else do I got here to fill some time? Let's check the river and see what we got. So, I actually watched, um, if you guys may or may not have heard, Watchmen came out on oh. HBO. And it is it is out out. The first episode is now officially out and it is supposedly a sequel to the comic book, not the movie. 
There's a lot of squid talk in the first episode. Let's just say that. So I'm going to give you guys my, I actually watched it today. So I'll give you guys my personal review. It is dark as fuck as it should be. We pick up decades later, at least two decades later. The year is our year 2019 in that universe and that America. So Nixon's been president for a long while and uh, they have a new president now who you'll probably get a good laugh at. I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, But yeah, it's a really good movie. There's a whole group of people that are trying to take out the cops and the cops are, it's kind of hard to see who is the good guy and who is the bad guy um, in this movie. I mean, in the show, it's just started. So we'll have to wait and see. So, uh, but I highly recommend it to everybody. It, it's a really, really good show, really strong. Uh, you're, it's just going to be a little hard to swallow the first 10 minutes. At least it was for me because kids are involved and stuff like that. And I'm just like, uh, me being a dad, I don't know, but, um, you get past that and it's worth it. So I learned quite, uh, it took me a while to learn, but I did learn pretty fast that, um, sometimes shows are going to throw kids into the mix and you just got to barrel on through it. And then the payoff is worth it. So, yeah, so definitely new Watchmen TV show on HBO Go. So, nice. <laughs> uh, also, since we're talking about that, wanted to make mention that Disney Plus is coming out November. Apparently, one of my roommates has successfully pre-registered for it, so we will be getting that. I'll let you guys know how that works out. Nice. Yep. Uh, let me see what else I got here. Well, you know, since we're talking about one of the big media giants. Yeah, go ahead. What do you got? Oh, no, dude. I think this was either you or Mike. Uh, there was that low cast. Oh, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. I forgot that I had that in here. So there is a new streaming startup uh, that, 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 that it's been around for a while, and their name is Lowcast. Um, now a while ago or a couple of years ago, there was another streaming outfit that kind of did what these guys are doing. Um, I think they were called Aereo. Let me see if I can find the name here. Um, but Lowcast made a big deal, made, made a big deal this week. So, <coughs> don't die. Yeah, a nonprofit startup grabs over-the-air channels and streams them free over the internet, and all it requires is a donation. Uh, you got the four major giant broadcasters, CBS, ABC, NBC, and Fox, trying to take these guys to court for an antitrust conspiracy to drive them out of business. Uh, Lowcast's first official answer to the copyright suit goes beyond simply rejecting the company's accusations of copyright infringement to accusing them of collusion. Uh, Google's YouTube is getting into the fight as well. 
Uh, Locast said executives at YouTube TV, a paid service that streams live TV channels, met with the big four broadcasters suing Locast in April. According to Locast, the YouTube executives were told that if YouTube TV provided access to Locast, then YouTube Excuse would me. be punished by the media giants when YouTube renegotiated the licensing deals, allowing its streaming service to carry media giants, uh, the media giants cable networks, Disney's ABC, CBS, Fox and Comcast's NBC universal sued low in July representatives for the broadcast networks. Didn't immediately respond to message, uh, to a message seeking comment. Lowcast service is currently available in 13 country uh, cities, not countries, cities, including New York, San Francisco, and Los Angeles. The suit was the first attack against a company that may that many see as a successor to Aereo, A-E-R-E-O, a for-profit streaming service that five years ago offered customers live streaming broadcast channels for a monthly subscription. So here's how this worked out with Aereo. Aereo was a for-profit company. They went to all these different cities. They put up uh, on the tallest buildings these little micro uh, microchip boards that were like essentially mini antennas. And they put like clusters of them, nodes of them, all over the city to pick up all these channels. And then they would beam the information to their central location and then shoot it out on the internet for everybody to, to watch. The gimmick was is you were actually renting one of those little microchip antennas from Aereo for a certain cost. I think it was like 10 or $12 a month. I don't remember. Um, but then you would get all of your programming um, transmitted to you uh, over the internet. And you could only do it if you lived in the municipality where the antenna was. So if you lived in Seattle and they didn't have any service there, you were SOL. It's the same huh. thing with Lowcast. I'm pretty sure they bought all of Aereo shit. And nobody has said anything yet, but I'm pretty sure they bought all of Aereo shit. Or, because uh, that's the only legal way they can really do it. Um, and they're giving you this information for free, this, this content for free over the internet, but you have to make a donation, uh, but you can donate cause they're non-for-profit. Here's the catch. And I've already done research on this low cast. If you don't donate, they play an advertisement or they do something every like two minutes saying, oh thank you for using low cast. We're non-for-profit. Feel free to donate if you want. It's this shit costs money to operate. They're trying yep. to get over the air for people like me who live in a basement and whose antenna won't pick up shit. You know, they're trying to help people like me out. Right. Even though I have YouTube TV, I don't need the help, but I'm just saying one of the big things that, that pissed off, there was a big, huge fight between Fox and direct TV and sling. The reason for that was because when they were negotiating and Fox took their crap off the air, DirecTV and Sling all partnered up with Locast in the cities that they were residing in to stream Locast uh, basic channels over the air. That's why they made that threat against YouTube TV. Because they're like, don't you do it. Don't you do it. That's why uh, DirecTV and Dish and all of them didn't have Fox for a while because uh, while they were negotiating, they took them off the air and replaced them with low-cast streams. Uh. I mean, okay, that's kind of cool. Uh, other corporate giants have been bolstering low-cast before the suit. HT, a AT&T, well, AT&T wasn't doing it. It was Dish Network. It wasn't AT&T 
or, or DirecTV. Actually, no, it was. Holy shit. I'm, I'm misreading this. Uh, other corporate giants that have been bolstering Lowcast before the suit. AT&T, which owns major pay TV distributor DirecTV, donated $500,000 to Lowcast and planned to add Lowcast to its DirecTV and Uverse set-top boxes. <laughs> okay, so AT&T is one of the good guys in this, which is odd. They've... Uh, I don't know. They suck, though. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, sucking, I want to talk about something that doesn't suck. Uh, moving on, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do a couple quick shots, and then I think we're going to call it. Oh, look in the chat above your last post. I snapped. That. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, that is a contender. <laughs> oh, you know what? I could probably, use, I think I know what to do with that. I got an idea. It's right when the gem fell and he's realizing it's falling. I thought it was a perfect place to do a screen I got, grab. I got something. I got something for that. That might work. So I want to talk about something that is close to my heart. I do not know if this is legit. I am just grabbing an article that I found online. Uh-oh. There have been leaks yes. of the Sonic redesign. For the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And if they are to be believed, Sonic's looking good. But of course, people are still bitching about the Sonic redesign for one particular reason. John, can you tell me, without looking online, just looking at the picture, what would people be bitching about with Sonic? Uh, no cheating. Just look I'm at the, the picture. I, I was opening the stuff, but I haven't actually seen it. Um, look at the picture. It's either his eyes or the gloves. Nope, Mike. No, Mike. Take a look at the take a look at the the picture. Not not uh, you got to actually click on the article because the image that's in Discord is not the right one. There's an actual tweet from uh, 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 Beslan the Galaxy. There's two pictures of the Sonic redesign. You tell me what they're bitching about. I want to see what he says. You there, Mike? Did we lose it? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. What would be the one thing that they're bitching about right now? I need I need Jeopardy music. <laughs> what do you think it would be? Um You give? Yeah, I give. His arms are blue. The regular Sonic the Hedgehog, his arms are the color of his stomach and his mouth. Yeah. So that that's what they're bitching about. They're like, he's great, but his arms are blue. His arms are not supposed to be blue. He's got the gloves. He's got the eyes. He's got the nose. He's got the mouth. He's got the sneakers. The fuck ever. But his arms aren't blue. Anyways. I think it looks good. I think they did good. So. I, I, that's fine. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Speaking of Sonic, let's go ahead and do some quick shots and get the hell out of here. So we were talking about Sonic. Uh, an actual space mission picked Sonic the Hedgehog as an official mascot. Uh, in June 2022, a rocket will launch carrying the Jupiter Icy Moons Explorer. 
a spacecraft made by the uh, European Space Agency, ESA, and Airbus. And as it hurdles through the cosmos on its mission to study Jupiter's moons, it's going to carry with it the blessing of Sonic the Hedgehog. One of the instruments on board was developed in Japan by Tohoku University, who wanted Sonic as the mascot for one of the mission's principal tests. Uh, it's a radio and plasma wave investigation, or RPWI, and it got Sega's blessing. So yeah, so they're gonna slap his face on a probe and send it to send it to Jupiter's moons. Yeah, that's awesome. I think I'm I think I'm down with that, man. Uh, another quick shot. So I don't know if you guys ever played Brain Age for Nintendo. Uh, mm. It was once a staple on the DS making its return later this year uh, exclusively on the Switch. A new version of Brain Age is coming to Japan this year. Nintendo announced it by way of YouTube video. Its title, when translated, reads Nintendo Switch Training for Adults with Brain Age Supervised by Professor Ryutuka. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. <laughs> fuck this shit. <laughs> Brain Age is coming back to the Switch sometime in December. That's all you need to know. <laughs> you bastards! I'm good. Are you good? I, I just realizing that I never noticed that in the original game, Sonic's arms weren't blue. I never noticed that either. When I saw that complaint on the Sonic subreddit, I was like, what? And I looked, I'm like, oh, shit. I guess I, I've at. been looking over old pictures of Sonic and like the original Genesis and all that. And yeah, Everything. sure enough. They're, they're tan. What the hell? They're tan. Bernstein bears all over again. Wow, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it, everybody. We're done. Uh, I want to thank Mike and John for being here, broadcasting. Well, not broadcasting, but recording almost live from deep under the city of Tacoma, Washington. Sitting in my uh, little bunker here, the new shelter bunker on Matt Fugitive. And then, of course, uh, Rythone, Mr. Freybird, is here. And uh, Fade to Black, Mike. So thank you all for listening. A little bit rusty on the first show back in two weeks. We'll make it better next week. Until then, good night, everybody. We'll talk to you later. End of show mix coming up for you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good night. Uh, hopefully you guys can hear it on the Skype end. If not, just keep your mouth shut because I know they can hear it. So, just, yeah. La la la. Bye bye, everybody. Bye bye.